Um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Pam got baptised, and uh, a wonderful time. And she gave a testimony, and uh, she told us that she was when when she was a young girl, she found out she was adopted, and it really affected her life at that point. It was a bit of a surprise. She didn't find out in the best of ways, but. Um, the thing she wanted to tell us is that uh, that time when she uh, came to be baptised that she felt she was adopted into God's family. Yeah. And uh, I've got a psalm of David about that. Not just for you, for all of us. And you don't have to find it, but I'll just read it because it's just one verse. And this is Psalm 27, verse 10. Although my father and my mother have abandoned me, yet the Lord will take me up. And in the, um, the Amplified, it says, adopt me as a child. So the, your parents may have uh, given you up, but Jesus adopted you as a child. Yeah? And we were singing, weren't we, about I'm no longer a slave. And I don't know whether Joseph can bring that verse up. I think it's the second verse. From my mother's womb, you have chosen me. Love has called my name. I've been born again into your family. Your love, your blood flows through my veins. And it's not just like an adoption in the, in the world, yeah? His blood through, flows through our veins, so we're really his, yeah? He's our, he's our father. Wonderful, isn't it, eh? What God has done. And um, I don't think he just chose us in our mother's womb. He chose us before that. So while you were saved this year, God had chosen you before the foundation of the world. He'd, he'd looked into the future and he said, 2019, Pam, you're going to know that you've been adopted. Yeah? And it's true for all of us. Yeah? He looked out and said, I'm going to choose you. Yeah? Every single one. Yeah? It's his choice, not ours. Um, definition of adoption is, in the legal sense, is definition to take and rear the child of other parents as one of your own specifically by a form of legal act and that's what God has done with us yeah he's covenanted it's the same as a legal act for us yeah so uh, God's covenants are very special so shall we read a few the first one is in Genesis 6 this is the first one I could find where it mentions covenant. So this is Genesis 6, verse 18. Genesis 6, verse 18. But I will establish my covenant, solemn promise, formal agreement with you, and you shall come into the ark, you and your three sons and your wives, wife and your sons' wives with you. So this was when God covenanted with uh, Noah, he brought him into the ark to protect him. And then soon after that, well, a few days, a few months later, when he was out of the ark, God said to uh, Noah, another covenant I'm going to make with you, which is not to flood the earth. Yeah? And we have the rainbow to remind us of what God's, God says. Yeah? Those were thousands of years ago, but God's covenant is everlasting. Yeah? It's not like ours. <coughs> Our promises, you know, sometimes we don't keep them. When we die, we can't keep them. But God's promise is everlasting. 
Um, the, there was a lot of covenants he made with Abraham. I wouldn't go through them all because he had quite a lot of them, yeah? And, uh, you know, he revealed them as he went. He didn't tell Abraham exactly what was going to happen. He just said, this is what you need to know at this time. So he told him to leave his, uh, well, he told, told his father to leave their family home. And then later on, he told Abraham to leave his father's home. And every step of the way, God showed him a bit more. But the thing I want you to understand is God's covenants are everlasting, yeah? So when we're adopted, he, he won't go back on that, yeah? If we're his children, we can't ever lose that, yeah? Doesn't matter what we've done, what we haven't done, God, because of what Jesus did, is going to keep that covenant, yeah? It's nothing that we have to keep because Jesus did it all for us, yeah? Jesus, by his sacrifice on the cross, yeah? Freely and willingly gave the ultimate sacrifice, yeah? He was obedient so that God would look, forget about our, our disobedience, yeah? Um, there was one covenant, which was perhaps the most important one with Abraham he made, yeah? And the thing about it is, Abraham was in a deep sleep at the time God was talking to him, yeah? And if you're in deep sleep, you can't do much about it, can you? And so I think this covenant was not between uh, God and Abraham, because how could Abraham agree to anything if he was in a deep sleep, yeah? This was between God and Jesus, yeah? And they must have been talking about it before time, yeah? Before Genesis 1, or during Genesis 1, maybe they were talking about what they were going to do. And God and Jesus decided that the only way for our salvation is that Jesus would have to come, live as a man, perfectly, without sin, and then die freely for our sins, yeah? And that's what they decided that time, yeah? All that time ago, yeah? And I think that's when they were thinking about us at that time, yeah? God was looking into the future, seeing us. Him and Jesus were talking about the people that were going to be saved, yeah? At that time, that was before the foundation of the earth. If God and Jesus agree it, they can't break their promise. Yeah? They're not like us, they can't break their promise. So it's an everlasting promise. Yeah? Something we can depend upon. And I think, you know, like Abraham, he was chosen because he believed God. Yeah? That's all he did. He didn't live a perfect life, as we read about. It's encouraging to know that this great man Abraham made lots of mistakes, just like us. Yeah? And I think God is just looking for people who are going to believe now. That's all he needs. Everything he's got planned in our lives, we just need to believe. That's all that Abraham did, and look what happened to Abraham. You know, we are still benefiting from that belief of Abraham. Yeah? Those, those things that God did was just because he believed. So I'm, I'm claiming that there's things in my life that I need to believe. I'm claiming things in your life that you need to believe. Because as God said to Abraham at this appointed time, this is when it's going to happen. Yeah. There's things in our life which is God's going to say, because you believe, it's going to happen. Yeah. Now, if you remember, Abraham did laugh a few times when God told him about it, didn't he? And his wife Sarah did laugh about it. I'm sure they had doubts about it. I'm sure they found it a bit strange that he was going to have a son at 99. But God said he believed, and because of that, it was accounted to him for righteousness. Yeah? He could stand before God in right standing. Yeah? 
So there's things happening in our lives which we may have our doubts. But we've just got to believe that God and Jesus can do it. It's not about us, it's about him. So shall we read a bit more about our adoption? Yeah? We'll go to Romans 8 now. So this is Romans 8, verse 14. Romans 8, 14. For all who are allowing themselves to be led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you have not received a spirit of slavery leading again to fear of God's judgment, but you have received the spirit of adoptions as son, the spirit producing sonship, by which we joyfully cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies and confirms together with our spirit, assuring us that we believers are children of God. And if we are his children, then we are his heirs also, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, sharing his spiritual blessing and inheritance, if indeed we share in his suffering, so that we may also share in his glory. So, are we allowing the Spirit to lead our lives, yeah? Because if we are, then we are the sons of God. Yeah? And we're joyfully crying that we are the sons of God. And the Spirit testifies to you to confirm that you're the Son of God. Yeah? Don't listen to anything else. Don't listen to your own fears and doubts. Don't listen to what other people say. Listen to the Spirit. He confirms these things. That's what he's been sent to do. Yeah? We don't think we're worthy, do we? We don't think we're worthy for these things. Yeah? But it's not about our worth. It was about, was Jesus worthy? And he was. And as far as God's concerned, that's it. Yeah? So just, just remember, when you feel, don't feel worthy, just ask the Spirit to remind you that you're worthy. Yeah? We all have those times, don't we? We all have those times when we're down and something happens and you think, why is God doing this? And What have I done wrong? God doesn't look like it that way, does he? He looks at Jesus. Jesus has done it right. Yeah? So if you don't feel worthy, that's okay. Yeah? Doesn't matter. Jesus, Jesus did it. He was worthy for us. We continue in Romans 8. Romans 8, 23. Romans 8, 23. And not only this, but we too who have the, have the first fruits of the Spirit, a joyful indication of the blessings to come. Even we groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for the sign of our adoptions as, our, as sons, the redemption and transformation of our body at the resurrection. So we're going to know it's going to happen at the resurrection, yeah? There's some people who've gone before it who've been resurrected already, I believe, and are with Jesus. But uh, are you groaning? Are you ready to go? Because we're going to get a new body. Yeah. That'd be good, wouldn't it? No aches and pains, no limitations of what we can do. Yeah. That will be confirmation that we're sons of God as he calls us to meet him in the air. Yeah. Right, we're going to Galatians now. Chapter 4. Galatians chapter 4, verse 4. But when in God's plan the proper time had fully come, 
God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the regulations of the law, so that he might redeem and liberate those who are under the law. That we who believe might be adopted as sons, as God's children with all rights as a full-grown members of, his, of a family. And because you really are his sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. Therefore, you are no longer a slave, bondservant, but a son. And if a son, then also an heir through the gracious act of God through Christ. It's a good one, isn't it? Yeah. We're no longer a slave to sin, are we? We're a son. Jesus has done it all. Yeah. And uh, as Tony said, it said in the first, when in God's plan, God only has one plan. Yeah. There's just one plan for us all. Yeah. There's not a plan B for your life. There's only a plan A. Should we move on? Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4. I like this one. I really like this one. Just as in his love he chose us in Christ, actually selected us for, his, for himself as his own, before the foundation of the world, so that we would be holy, that is consecrated, set apart from him, purpose-driven and blameless in his sight. In love he predestined and lovingly planned for us to be adopted to himself as his own children through Jesus Christ, in accordance with the kind intention and good pleasure of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace and favour, which he so freely bestowed on us in the beloved, his son, Jesus Christ. So, as I said before, before the foundations of the world he chose us, yeah? Before time started. Before he created the earth, he chose us, yeah? Wow, wasn't that good? Yeah? And we're blameless in his sight. Wow. Adopted as his own. Yeah. Wow, aren't we privileged? Yeah? Aren't we privileged for that? We don't deserve it, do we? Yeah. That's a good one to remember. Yeah? It's a good one to remember. He didn't chose us when we got saved. He chose us before we'd even existed. Yeah? Before we even existed, he chose us. Yeah? So what choice do we have, really? If God chooses you, you don't have much choice, do you? Yeah. And I think that's one thing about many children when they get adopted. Yeah? I don't know about Pam, but they don't have a choice in it, do they? Some children are a bit older and perhaps know about it, but most children don't have a choice. And that's just like God. He's chosen us. Yeah? So be encouraged. We've been chosen by God. Yeah? We've been chosen because we're worthy. Yeah? Not because of what we've done, but because of what Jesus has done. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Amen.